This week on the Reverse Stick, the World Cup mayhem continues. And wouldn't you know it, those useless world rankings are right again. Greetings and welcome to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. My name is John Lee. I'm joined by Mr. Matt Allen, as I am every week. And we're joined by someone else this week, too. Exciting. Not not here, though, but over there. Somewhere even better. Over there. In in Bubaneswa. Current. Topical. Where is he, Matt? Relevant. Where is he, Matt? Um, Right now... Bubaneswa. BBI. BBI. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. James Prince will join us a little bit later on. We spoke to him earlier. Look, <gasps> very recently earlier, look, ten yeah. minutes ago, just yeah, finished. Yeah, it's, it's just but he's very sweary, so you have to do a bit of editing. A lot of just, editing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some of that stuff just comes out. I know, I know. I know, he gets away with it. Um, well. Wow. What, what a hockey wow, week. Wow, wow, cup. What a week. Yeah. What, a lo- what a lot of goals. Um, and, uh, not too many upsets on the results, but some good performances. It was good to see South Africa whack a couple in against the Aussies yesterday. Despite leading in 9-2. Those that are saying, well, Dutch hockey's on the resurgence because they had a 14-0 win over um, Chile. Um, get a grip of yourself. They're on the decline. Have no doubt. Fourteen flat track bullies. Let's just make that very clear Do as well. Do you know who Dunderklumpen is? Dunderklumpen's actually German. Dunderklumpen. But I, I think it's it's one of those words that it's a a, um, a configuration of two. It's a character. Are, it's, a, it's supposed to be a character. Kitty's character from Germany. Right. But it, I think it suits sort of. Dutch means hockey. Dunder okay. Clumping. Dunder clumping. 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 A you... person, Dunder clumping. Yeah. Anyway, go on. You don't want to elaborate on that at all? No. No? Pretty good there. Um, yeah, but what a week of hockey. A lot right. back to back. Apart from the fact that Saturday today... The sports day of the week. Ah, hold and there it, is, hold it, there hold is, it, hold there it. is no men's wait, World Cup wait, hockey. Wait, wait, there is Euro men's under 21. Great, wait. Indoor hockey happening. All things And you can World get your Cup eyes on that at Euro hockey. News and results a, from the World Cup. Hockey, I don't care about any other hockey at the moment, Matt. I don't even care about you nutmegging 12-year-olds. Say three times this week. Yeah. Um, Got upset on the Thursday yeah. night. That's, yeah. Don't, don't tackle eight, don't, just don't tackle eight-year-olds. That's what I'm saying. To all the, it looks like all the other eight, parents were saying. Anyone's 18 plus. There should only be one event, the World Cup. And you're right. We should be able to watch it on a Saturday night in the middle of the tournament. Or morning, or wherever, dependent on the time, wherever, it's, works, wherever, wherever, wherever it's happening in yeah. the world, yeah. Saturday night, preferably, for us. So India's good. Great time. Yeah, Great time for us. Loving India. That's good. really good. Yeah. Brazil, Olympics, no, not terrible. So. terrible. Didn't catch a game. Terrible. Where's your commitment? Mm, 
where's, where's my sleep? We're, we're on the other side of the world time thing. Play its game, John. Yeah, player, player. Um, so let's get on to the world. Let's talk about the World Cup, man. Because apart from the normal stupid shit we'll talk about, there are results. Now, I have been attempting all afternoon to ensure that we did have the latest up-to-date results yeah, no, and news. I've got the polls there. You want, oh, have you? Should we go through the polls? Well, I know who Paul A. Australia, top of the was on seven points. Two wins in a draw. Of course, that draw coming in that 3-3 three, three draw against Exciting, Argentina yeah. with the oh, what, late covers. Two minutes to go in the uh, in the game to pull yes, things who? level, maybe just under. Yes, um, that And that was a great game of hockey. And I think for Australia, hopefully that's a little bit of a wake-up call that they ain't all easy. But, of course, they scored eight against France in the first game in that pool and then a 9-2 win over South Africa. Uh, to commence it, uh, to, to, to um, conclude the pool there. They finished top, Argentina second, France third, South Africa drop out. Goodbye. Second and third move into the crossovers. Belgium finished top of pool B, two wins and a draw. Level points with Germany on second, but a slight goal difference advantage there. Korea on three points in third in Japan. Yeah, they had a three-all draw as well, didn't they? Belgium and Germany. Didn't they draw three-all? Well, was a draw, was a three-two? I can't remember. You'll have to look that result up. Ben. I thought it was oh, a close game. Thanks. Yeah. Um, keep going. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Japan drop out three losses. Yeah. Uh, Paul C. Who drops out there? Chile drop Chile, out. Unfortunately, New gone. Zealand. Third, Malaysia second, and Netherlands in first spot with a faltering plus goal difference of 22 goals. Flat track. Take no notice of that. Paul D, England, top, two wins and a draw. India second, two wins and a draw. Both on seven points. Goal difference goes England's way. Uh, So Spain finished third, Wales drop out uh, there. But but they scored a couple of goals. Wales. First appearance at the World Cup. Yeah. And Chile. Pretty sure they've never been yeah. there before, have they? No. Um, I mentioned the world rankings in the introduction. What we are left is the 12 highest ranked teams that started the tournament. Oh, yeah. Um, and the four lowest ranked teams have gone home, which should really shouldn't be surprising. It was nice to see someone from that lowest uh, bracket sneak through. I think it was said home. in the past couple of weeks, you know, that the rankings with hockey, they don't lie. Well, I don't really lie with other sports as well. Well, there's, be you can get do a study some outliers. Out you look at you things. Do, well, Chile's in at 22, so there's an outlier for you for a start. Yeah. So, but not, that, those not, but not from positive, yeah, but not from positive results within the tournament, though. What? Well, they didn't sneak a 1-0 win, did they, against anyone? No, but they got there. They, I mean, bloody South Africa should be proud of the fact they got there a little. And you know what? They lost nine two. You're right. They did get a couple of. What do you goals, mean they, they fought the game? Do you out. mean they got there because they could actually self fund it to pay for their flights to yeah, I mean, to, they, to arrive? They, yeah, absolutely. All yeah. of that, the whole story of it. Because they're going to qualify anyway. It's them or Egypt, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Well. Well, it well that's a, that's a, that's Africa hockey. It can only be that's Africa hockey. Could have been a tough road for them, though. Egypt's getting better. The roads? 
<laughs> in Egypt. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, good luck. Less humps. Good I mean, work. You can't really call it a pyramid a hump, can you? But you know what I mean. Um, Are they bacterians or dromedaries? Uh, two humps? Is, is a dromedary two humps? Oh, I'm asking you. Uh, let's get on to the crossovers now, of course. The top of every pool goes straight through to the quarterfinals, but the crossovers will be Malaysia and Spain, the winner to take on in Australia. Anim- in animal hockey, a two-humped camel wouldn't make a bad goalkeeper. Just saying. Anyway, move on. Back onto the World Cup. Uh, England are straight into the quarterfinal, and they will be playing the winner of the match. This is quite mouse-watering. Oh, uh, Germany and France. Now, what an in- oh. intriguing triumvirate of teams. We've got England, Germany and France, which all of one stage have teamed up with the other one to go to war against the one that's all by itself. I love that sort of European history slant on stuff. You're talking about on the hockey field, though, John, obviously. No, no real proper wars. Oh, all right. <laughs> Going back centuries, the Germans and English have been mates um, beat try against um, France, and then France um, and England against Germany, um, and Germany and France um, against England. Um, and then you throw um, Spain in there, because they've had wars against everyone. Oh, look, i tell you what, there's rivalries everywhere, Matt. Uh, Belgium, who usually just sit by and let the wars happen... <laughs> around them or through them they're through to the um, the, the quarterfinals mm-hmm. they'll be taking on a, the winner of an interesting game Matt India versus New Zealand because we've seen New Zealand in the women's competition have the capacity to play like rubbish but get to the knockout stages of oh. a tournament and they, they win have, they haven't been New Zealand for me have not been great in this World Cup they haven't there are plenty of opportunities to improve particularly from some of their top names, but... All they have to do is get their goal-scoring, goal-defending right. They'll be fine. Kane, Russell and Sam Lane pop up with two goals each in six minutes in a a flurry of activity, and the game's changed. And that's that's world hockey now as well. It's it's all there for the taking. You're 2-0 down? Don't worry about that. Don't worry about being 2-0. Don't worry about being 3-0 down. We'll take the keeper off. We'll do a jump. We'll do a Japan. We'll put another four players on the field. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think that 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 is a potential real big banana skin for India. I think they would have preferred. Right, look, to okay, play but, a no, bit, but, but look at these crossovers. Look at these crossovers. Argentina versus Korea. Do not rule out Korea in that oh, game no way. in any way. I think Argentina. They're done. They played their finals against Australia, Australia and get and against France as well. well they did. They, yeah, but they've they've gone but through they that adrenaline well. heart. Mm, no, yeah, I think they're done. done. I think they're done. You reckon the sneaky little Korea could sneak on through? Defensively, yeah. smash them out of the game. Yeah, so what they, they're just going to defend up and that's it. Because that's what a great result for them Australia. They sat they sat behind the twenty five yeah. yard line and just India New Zealand. It's not a fate complete. At all. No way. You'd expect a 2 or 3 nil win for, for India's favour. Uh, but who knows? The Kiwis can maybe lift. They haven't yet. They haven't yet. Graham Reid talked about the crowd effect and how it can both positively and negatively and is that game in BB, team, is so. that game in BBI? Or oh, it'll be in BBI. I think they were in BBI from that point on, weren't they? Jazz was in BBI. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah. And, and let's face it, like... Um, 
Korea in the box seat to get to a semi-final, really. They're, they're going to they're gonna play the gone Argentinians, and then if when they oh, win that, you know, they're going to play know, the gone Netherlands. I wish it. I wish it was Japan though, because you could have said in the box seat, and I could have said in the bento box seat. You know what? It, it's pity. It's, it's a pity the Swedish aren't playing. Oh yeah, oh, hurdy gurdy. In the flat back <laughs> box. Okay, so um, look, there's some intriguing Germany France. Yeah, Germany France is a big game there, isn't it? And you would expect, and hopefully for you know for the sale of the last twelve bands, the Germans will progress. Now Malaysia Spain, it would be easy to think Spain are going to win that game, but you know what? I think Spain Spain are are the sort of team that if Malaysia defend heavily and just give them the irrits and just Ruffle the Spanish feathers. They've shown, they've they shown, can they've known, but the Malaysians have shown they can score goals yep. on the break. They're quick. We always know they're, they're quick and direct. Yeah. Um, it's an intriguing set of matchups, Matt. Exciting. Isn't it, are you excited, John? I'm excited. I'm just looking at the screen here and I'm excited. Okay. I am too. I'm really looking forward to this week. Now, Malaysia and Now, Spain. maybe it's because it's an old screen and I'm getting some kind of, um, Let's project here, Matt. Brain interference from the... Yeah, that's it. It's one of those screens. Yeah. yeah. Basically, they blind. It's either that or something else. Malaysia and Spain. Who do, Can either of them upset Australia in a Pro- quarterfinal? Probably not, but... Uh, the Aussies showed some weakness against the Argentinians with they some did. poor distribution at times and uh, giving the ball away in key areas that just seemed to be... a bit lackadaisical and a little bit overconfident. I don't see Spain being disciplined enough to be able to play deep defence that the Argentinians it's a new cr- Malaysia It's a, it's a new could. crew, though. You haven't got the so many yeah. of the frustrated, angry old buggers in there. OK. Um, England. Can Germany or France beat them? I would say yes. I think when you maybe, are, maybe when you asked on it, when you maybe, asked my you know. predictions early on, I said GB, and you said it can't be GB. I said okay, England, England, they're looking they're, good. They're, 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 for fi- they're for final four. Um, so you don't think either Germany or France can beat them in the quarters? Then if you're talking, if they're going final four, Germany and France, oh. it's, well, it has to be a Germany England quarter. Um, Maybe I'm wrong. I know, well, I France think, needs Charlotte to score. German, German, Germany. If he, if he ain't scoring penalty corners, that'll be that'll be a struggle. That'll be a hell of a quarterfinal there, England, Germany. Okay, Belgium. Can India or New Zealand beat Belgium? You were expecting India to get through, aren't you? Uh, uh, but yeah. but but it's not. Yeah, it's not guaranteed. And uh, I am expecting. What them. does that do to crowds in India if? Uh, that doesn't happen. Uh, hopefully, they've all bought the tickets anyway. Got the revenue. Well, it's, you know, playing the world number one, the current World Cup holder, the current Olympic champion, world number two, sorry. Yeah. Because they've played games. Shouldn't have played any games. They've still been number one. Um, look, I think India's, you know. That's another, that's another great quarterfinal, Belgium versus a, India or New Zealand. And then, yeah. Uh, but what, what I said on Twitter the other night's true though. From this point on, it's all about winning. And if you're not, if if you're missing Belgium, and you don't have to play them, 
to win the thing, you've still got to beat the team that did, or you're going to play Belgium. Yeah. You know, it's like Australia. <laughs> you can't avoid them. Sooner or later, you're going to have to play them. And if you, you do manage to avoid them, it's because someone else beat them, and now you've got to play that team. So, anyway. Uh, the last one. Uh, Argentina and Korea. Oh, no, we did that one, didn't we? Because um, Korea's going to go through. Yeah. Because they're, they're both shot. The top. Neither of the Netherlands or Argentina can win, can they? They've gone. That's a, that, that half... No, that quarter of the draw, the bottom quarter of the draw, yeah. don't even look at it on your screen. Not even worthwhile. No, no. It's your, it's, your, it's your top three on the bracket. What about Korea? Could they sneak through? No, no, no. Could they, they be no, playing a semi-final against Belgium? Belgium or India in the semi-final from that half? No, they're not. Belgium and India are, play, could, are quarter-finalists. Semi-finalists. Are they, they're going to play against each other for, to well, go through to the semi Yes, they do. That's a potential quarterfinal yeah. matchup. Well, that, is Belgium well, and India. Well, that's a bonus. For, that's a bonus for the other would, side of the draw, isn't it? Would the Indians be better off losing to New Zealand now and getting the pain over with and the vitriol, or losing to Belgium in a in a? No, I think they, I think they can beat Belgium. I think they can beat Belgium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good call. All all love, call. all love and respect to the um, the uh, the Masters team that are currently representing the Belgian. Red Lions, um, but come on, boy, you're getting on a bit. You know, step down a grade. Oh, speaking of Masters players, he's a little short fella playing for France. I think he needs an appointment at Backham. Your dad. <laughs> you are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Now, Matt, you might remember. We've still got other things we can talk about that relate back to the World Cup. You right, might remember... Who's the top scorer of... at the moment in the World oh, Cup, John? Who cares? What? <laughs> it's a team game. I'm calling Ernst Barn on this. It's a team game. Charlie, six goals. Is he? Yeah. yeah. He told you. He four corners. Two, four corners, two strokes. Yeah. yeah. Tom Bone. They all scored in the game the other day, weren't they? He's next. No, he's on six. five. Terry Brinkman, five. Blake Govers, five. Jeremy Hayward, five. Yip Janssen, five. Tom Craig, four. Craig Tom, four. Now, what's going on with Australia at the moment? There's a lot of chasing chip activity going on with the Australians. They're very good at seagulling. Oh, yeah, yeah. Straight in on that chip, banging they go. Yeah. No shame. It's almost like they go... No, I'll tap it over the line for you, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's unwrap that fish and chip packet right in front of the goalie and just spray it everywhere and see what happens. I think Ogilvy Flynn had one of those in oh, yeah. uh, last night. Covers has had a couple. Yeah. Anyway, um, remember a, a few weeks before Christmas, I posed the question, Matt. What did you think? What rules did you think the um, the FIH would be changing in the new well, year? Well, you did. And Remarkably. You said, oh, but didn't it's only every two years or something, isn't it? They don't. Do- well, we've had some flagged rule changes, haven't we? Well, what's interesting, John, is there's been interviews and statements coming out from FIH officials right now, bang, in the middle of the Hockey oh, World okay. Cup, um, which, is, which is wonderful because there's a focus, obviously, internationally, globally, on what we're doing as sport sports right now. Sports Administration 101, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Very uh, the stuff you don't want people to really get into. Well, if there's lots of noise on searches and hockey and things because the games are actually happening, then maybe what you're saying is getting buried a little. 
Not that the FIH would be interested in doing that because they're obviously one of the most transparent sporting or international sporting federations on the planet. Oh, laudably so. Yeah. Anyway. No, I think we leave a minute silent, sir. Oh, okay. Last post. No, don't just, just no. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. Why do you feel so uncomfortable with silence, John? It's called dead air, man. It's called dead air. Yeah, it's good. It keeps people on their toes. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Oh, just a quick one. Um, a a listener that I mentioned to you earlier that inquired about purchasing a, a band. Yeah. Um, said that um, his friend. Is using the podcast in in a ASMR capacity to put them to sleep at night. Really? Yeah. So I get that because I listen to. So a, shout a out to all the drivers out there. Hopefully, you're still with us. <laughs> I listen to a naval history bloke to fall asleep. Right. I like yeah, it's it's good stuff. I really enjoy it, but I fall asleep to it. You know, about ships It'll and per- permeate though, won't it? I've got no real interest in naval history. But it's enjoyable to fall asleep to. Now, we had some bloody goals yesterday. It's like 39 no, go goals to, in four days. Go back to the rule changes. Because John Wyatt's been interviewed for the Times of India. Yeah, now, and he's the FIH Sport and Development yeah, Director. And a guy with a background in marketing is perfect for sport and development, isn't he? He's a hockey player, an international hockey player, though, to be fair. Yeah, Representing okay. England for... Up to oh look, and, and I'm sure his his fast. coaching pedigree for a, a job like sports development would be outstanding. Have you got his record there, man? For coaching? No, he doesn't coach. He said he said in that article he doesn't. He's, he's not interested in coaching. Yeah. He's not a coach. Okay. Um. Now some moves towards making penalty corners safer, Matt. I would love to read the article out to you, folks. But every time I do open up that particular website, my computer crashes. And in fact, it has crashed several times already yeah. while we've been trying to do because, it. Because, you know why, John? Why? Because you've got filters on there. What filters? Well, you, it's pro hockey filters is what you have, basically. So anything negative towards the game, it just gets blocked out for you. That's why I can't read that story. Yeah. Oh. I can go to the Times of India. Oh, good. Dot com, John. Um, it's an article from... A guest that's popping up in the show very soon. Jess Preetsan. Exclusive Hockey's Future and Development FIH Sport Director John White explains. John White hung up his hockey stick in 2002 after having captained England and playing 195 international matches for 15 years. After that, he had nothing to do with the sport as he didn't consider coaching his cup of tea. It was in December 2017 that an offer got him interested and he decided to give it back to his sport. He gave it back, did he? As my laptop's about to die here, John. So Are you using that AI program? As the new sport and development director of the International Hockey Federation. Um, you're going to have to pull this on your screen. Where is it? Times of India. Yeah, it's Times of India article. Um, so there's discussion around... Um, well, Jazz asked some questions. Five years in the role as FIH Sport and Development Director now. And John replies, the opportunity came up in 2017. They were looking for a sport director of the FIH. I just thought I can maybe bring some sort of what I've learned in all these other sports for the last 15 years to my sport, the sport I love. 
that brings us to your opening remarks as the FIH Sports Director for five years. How's it been? To work in my own sport is really special. I never thought I would. Can we because get, can we just when get, I retired from go to the you, important stuff. Yeah, forget yeah. that. Did you want to coach? No, no, not really me. That brings uh, me to the issue of safety a, on penalty corner set been, pieces. There's been a lot of change. Yeah. We don't need that. It's just fluff. We want to educate. What are we maybe? Don't worry about that. Get to the question. Get to the short corners. What are we? What are we having next in hockey in terms of developing it? I've been amazed at the World Cup here. Ever since Tokyo, which was only 18 months ago, the development in the aerial passing is amazing. Every team now is able to throw a 50 to 70 metre pass, often into the circle, pardon you, and it gives an immediate goal-scoring opportunity. We didn't see anything John like... John hasn't been watching the World Cup then, has We he? didn't see anything like as much in Tokyo. It was being used, but not very much. So I think that's the biggest evolution. That comes with challenges for the rules, because in the past, if you're receiving a ball, you have to give five metres, and you have to give space. But if you're passing into the circle as a defender, you can't allow someone five metres to then just have a free shot at goal. So we've now allowed the intercept. So you see lots and lots of defenders coming in and intercepting the pass. We have have to always balance, and it's the same with all the rule changes. You're always trying to balance spectacle and skill and rewarding that with protection of safety because what we can't have is two players jumping in the air trying to hit the ball. But you can. The rule doesn't stop that happening. That brings me, this is Jazz. The rule does not stop that happening. This is Jazz now. If you can imagine me saying it in his voice, and you're going to hear Which that hear in about 10 minutes. That brings me to the issue of safety on penalty corner set pieces, which the FIH has been seriously mulling to enhance. How can you improve the safety without compromising on the thrill that the penalty corners Bring to the game. It depends on which end of the penalty corner you're at, John. If it's thrilling or not. The penalty corner, which is a key part of our game, has always always been as evolved over the years. Going back to the time when I used to play and everyone was hitting, there was no drag flicking. The reason for that was because the stop after the injection wasn't required to be done outside of the circle. Hang on, no. So, 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 there was no drag flicking because there was no turf. So you would run in, stop and then you'd be shooting for maybe 12 or 13 metres. And that was really quite scary. No face masks, no knee pad, no gloves, nothing. I was maybe two metres off the goal line. The attackers were running in two or three metres, so we were 10 metres apart. So pretty much how it is today, except more protective gear. And the rest of the story, John, you'll have to read yourself because my laptop is just dying. I can read that. Uh, if you then Have you got it there? Yeah, look, it came oh. up. It hasn't crashed yet. Back up. Now they're flicking it harder and harder, so maybe 10 years ago we started to allow protection to look after the people. The people. So we didn't change the shot, but we allowed the protection. Because <laughs> we know it's going to hurt when it hits we, you. We know it's dangerous. 
If you then move forward to today, we have most defences now with all of the protective equipment, run two defenders basically to block half of the goal. The goalkeeper doesn't need to worry about one side of the goal anymore because now there are two people in the way. Mate. But that's simple, isn't it? Because that's how everyone runs their <laughs> defence. Um, isn't that what has always happened? In fact, they changed the rule to take a defender out. Remember, we've lost a defender. From when I started playing hockey, you used to have another defender there. But you had to run from outside the goal. Outside, yeah, outside of that back, yeah. But So we've actually reduced the number of people that are running out in the last 40 years. Something like that. I can't remember. when the, when the, I think that happened when they uh, took out the uh, on Wednesday night, long we, corner. On Wednesday night, we uh, contemplated nobody running out and just leaving, yeah. uh, leaving all four players on the line. Yeah. And, the, and the goalkeeper on the line. And just letting the bloke ping at it. See what happens. <laughs> now, if you move forward today, your most defence in all the protection over there. Now, the goalkeeper doesn't need to worry about one side of the goal anymore because there are two people in the way. And if it hits them, they're okay. They don't get hurt because they've got protection. And it's a real It's comforting. It's, it's comforting, oh, though. It is. And it's a real ward. Now, I sort of get what John's getting at here because we say that in the best place to be on a short corner is a bloke running out. If you're quick enough, number one runner. Number safe, one runner. Safest spot. But standing on the post, waiting for a bloke to flick a ball at your yeah. head at 160 kilometres an hour, it's not a safe place I to be. I ducked one at about 110 on a, it was a hit. Did you? On Wednesday night. 110. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah ben, well, you got the... Benny hit it. Yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. yeah, I had time to get the radar out and move yeah, my move. body and stick out Brilliant of the way stuff. at the same time. Yeah, Record yeah. that. Let's Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's get well, back to this. It's all about the media. Anyway. So the goalkeeper now stands offset, only having to worry about half of the goal. If you shoot this way, it's really difficult. We see a few goals, but the number of goals from penalty corners has reduced. Yeah. But you, has. but you can't keep changing rules to try and increase the number of goals scored from penalty corners. Well, well the funny thing is that... Look at the goals like, scored. There was 39 goals scored yesterday yeah. in four games. You, you think about the, the logic of this, like, hang on, we... we we want more goals scored from a penalty corner. You know what's going to happen as soon as they start scoring more goals from penalty corners? Oh, we need back to bring back the primacy of the field goal, so we're going to make field goal worth two. Well, one of the big things... Continue on with this, because we'll deal with a couple of issues out, okay. of, out of this interview. If you were giving away a penalty corner, you're expecting the team is probably going to score every three or four or five. Oh, my God, I wish my team could score every five. One in five. Uh, now they're scoring every eight or nine. So the penalty of a penalty corner is half of what it used to be. Really interesting. No. That's, cause that's what you've allowed <laughs> no. to happen. It's what you've allowed to happen. <laughs> Just... <sighs> so to talk about the evolution of the penalty corner, John, is there it, some of that, really is that detail in there? It would be really interesting if you had a control group that you could measure that against. That would be really interesting. So what we're now looking at is, on the safety side, at the highest level, it's fine. Because the quality of the equipment is really good. Hang on a sec. No, no. So what? 
my my Divi three over fifties mask isn't as good. It should be. Should be FIA standard. So. I would have thought so. Should be a global standard. So the safety is no different at the highest level or the lowest level based on. It shouldn't be. Standard. The rules are the same. Yeah. But... Uh, but if you get down to grassroots level, the kit is not as good. Well, the kit's the same. Yeah, it's the same manufacturers. You're supposed to mute your microphone when you do that, Matt. You had an early start, folks. Been out with the family. We'll get to that later. Okay, so getting back to some of the stuff, but if you get down to the kid is not as good. The athletes are not as fast, true. So therefore, they, rushers, are not getting as close to the drag flicker. <laughs> Matt. What what level of hockey do you play currently? What grade? Like, is it? Oh, variable, variable grade. It's about ten grade, grade ten, nine, eight, seven. Excuse me. Yeah. What, what? The point I'm, I'm, getting... I'm, low, I'm lower turf grade. Doesn't mean the level no, no, of hockey's no, no. poor though. I know. This is, but if you get down to the grassroots level, the kid is not as good. No. The athletes are not as fast. True. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. absolutely. So therefore, I, I am, no, 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 no. That's true. I, I, but I, that. I am an athlete. Oh. I'm not. I'm just not as fast. No. So therefore, they as any other athlete, a the rusher, i.e., your first runner. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're not. They're not first runners anymore. They're rushers. Rushers are not getting as close to the drag flickers. Wow. How how many blokes? Well, drag I did flicking? two no, seasons no, no. ago in my grade. Oh no! There was what? two drag flickers in one side that okay split That's... my hair and hit the hit the. Uh... How many? How many? Drag flickers are there in your grade? Total amongst all the teams, guys that you go. This guy will drag flick, and he's good. He knows what he's doing. Three out of ten teams. Okay, and two of them are in the same team. No, no, three, oh, yeah, probably okay. three out of ten teams. Yeah, yeah. And therefore, they're not getting but, hit. But, 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 not guys that can do it in but, the lower. But they teams. don't necessarily know where it's going. And that, that's where the danger comes in. And they, uh, and therefore, they they are getting hit. Read on, read on, read on. Finish the article. So that was part of our consultation last year. I also asked all of the countries around the world where hockey is played, can you give us your data on injuries? Because we think it is becoming more dangerous. But we don't have the data at the FIH. We have international level data because keep all that. But we don't have the data for club competition in India, because there isn't one, or club competition in the Netherlands. That's that. That is from the bloke who's in charge of sports development. Yeah, yeah. The club competition yeah. in India. Pop India in there. Uh, we asked them all, and none of them had it. None of them, none of them got the figures for that. Uh, anyway, so the two things. I've, I've got a, I've got a folder. Have you? Yeah. With, with your X-rays. In incident it? report. No, I've got an incident oh, report folder for our f- club. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the two things we have done is one. We have asked the hockey world, what do you think about the current rules? Again, tell us, give us your experiences. Secondly, we've asked for the data. Again this year, we will be running some trials. <laughs> oh, what a surprise. The FIH running He's rules go, trials. Carry on, be careful. We will use some of the ideas that people came back with. But we'll also, with the current rules, collect some data because what we don't want to do is make a change because we think there's a danger when actually the data says there is not a danger. 
Definitely nothing will change before the Paris Olympics. Good, because everyone needs to prepare for change in the rules. That, when was the last time they had <laughs> said something like that? If we do change anything, we'll try to make the change immediately. So, blah, 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 blah. So what are those PC rule changes you have on the table? The ideas that people have suggested, some of those around the restricting what the defenders can do. Some people have made suggestions like we need to change, some like suggestions like we need to change, we want to stop having two people running a block because it's dangerous. So you could restrict what they can do. For me, it's quite difficult to say what they can and can't do, but that's one option. Other things are around the attack. No, no. So what he's saying is, four people must stay on the line until the first shot is struck. Well, basically, you were running a trial for it the other night, weren't you? Yeah, yeah that's good it. luck. Yeah. <laughs> Other things are around the attack. Some people are saying, if you hit the ball, it has to hit the backboard. You can now drag flick the ball as hard as you can. So therefore, the drag flick has to hit the backboard is one suggestion. I like it. Oh, we've been saying it for years. Again, for me, that removes some of the excitement and it, also, it probably makes it easier to defend because you know, I can't come up here. I can only come down there. So maybe that's not so good. Mate, wait, wait. <laughs> don't, don't say anything yet because we'll come back to the... That quote gets bitten. Another idea is the ball has to go No, deal with that now. Is. Deal with that now and then we'll move on to the next bit. Deal with that now because otherwise we won't, we won't go back in, in, in full No, because if later on, where does he say it? Um, now you're scrolling through some Hockey Fives questions yeah, no, um, look, for, for bits and pieces. It's, look, there's a, there's a line in here, and I haven't found it, where he says, this is all being driven about safety issues. Yeah. He says it. He, it's being driven around safety. Well, you can, <laughs> quite frankly, you can shove your excitement and making it easy to fend right up there because safety should be paramount. An umpire's remit? Mate, it's, an, it, no, no, an umpire's remit, first and foremost, safety of players. Yeah. Safety yeah. of players. You know what? The game's off, there's lightning. There's no chance anyone under my watch is going to get struck by lightning on this hockey field. Off we go. Penalty corners have been dangerous since they first started taking and it's made... White makes it clear when he talks about his own experience on penalty call. They've always had a level of danger yep. about them. So what are we doing? If safety is a real priority, do we remove absolutely all of the danger and basically just not bloody have them? Well, hockey has a level of danger because it's a it really does. hard... Missile club. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? If it hits you and you don't stop hurt. it with your thing... Hurt, you, hurt, you're going to hurt you. Yeah. Um, so... The, the, the idea that we restrict a hit to, to the backboard because it is dangerous, it, why does that somehow get gazumped because it's a drag flick and it provides excitement? So you can just bloody flick it wherever you like. Why is safety gazumped by excitement? The ripple of the for net. For the drag flick The only ripple of though. the net. It's for but the, it's, it's only for the, for the, of the drag net. flick. It's not for a hit ball. Now, you're, it, if you want to really no, talk safety... Any shot on goal, apart from a deflection that goes up, has to be below backboard height. That's it. That's it. And and if you really want to get safety, you'd also say, from that first hit, 
no player's allowed to run across goal and deflect the ball up into the net. Because that the worst thing about being on the post is that one that slides their stick in a metre in front of you and the ball hits a stick and comes straight up and hits you in the bottom of the jaw. Or that's, that's the scary ball. It's not the guy lifting it. Because you at least you can, you can follow, time. you can follow a line. You can and, follow then, a line. and if you watched, but, if you watched the South African defenders in the game against Australia yesterday, Matt, you would see defenders easily have time to remove their bodies from the flight of the ball. Drag, drag flex, much like hitting the ball, can be it's controlled. Exactly can, can be controlled to and be, uncontrolled. Be below the top of the backboard, and it doesn't remove that skill with a stick and ball. That's still there. It just means in a short corner situation, you can't do that. Now, time and space in a field, for a field goal to do that? Well, of course you can. So adapt the skill. The amazing thing is that essentially the only time you ever see a drag flick is on a penalty corner. Yeah. The only time. No, it's, it's a manipulation of the rules. And, and you know what? People hit the ball on a hockey field all the time. So hitting a ball off a short corner is a skill that's intrinsic to the game yeah. and everybody uses. Yeah. Drag flicking, you have to be a specialist. It's not an intrinsic skill to the game. Yeah, maybe it will develop and everybody will be a bloody brilliant drag flicker. I don't know. Strokes, people flick a ball and always have flicked a ball Flick. in the D. They've yeah. always flicked a ball in the scoop, D. Scoop, always scooped balls. Yeah. Hit. But the... the the only time you use a drag flick to score a goal is Slapped. a penalty corner. Slaps. Pushed. All sorts of stuff. Trickled. Bobbled. How many goals have bobbled? The ball bobbles after your hit, push, slap. I've had some great bobblers. Mm. Oh, sometimes. Some goals. I've, I've actually scored a couple of goals on the bobblers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bobblers are eight. Misconnection. You know what Goalkeeper's you got no chance. You don't see enough bobblers at international level. I don't think. Maybe what players should do is train for the bobbler. Yeah. Train to yeah, miss yeah, it. Yeah. Could be a secret weapon. Top it. Imagine, rather than a striker running to D and the crowd going, roof it, smash it, yeah. top it. Let's get back to John White. Yeah. For me, this is another quote. For me, I like to keep a penalty corner as a set piece because I think it's unique to hockey. Yes, John, I agree yeah. with you. Okay. Good point. We're going to take so, I think there's a, it's the tiniest little rule tweak, and we essentially change nothing about the game. And but read on, there's some other ideas about what we do with the short corner, isn't there? About, it, it comes out to the top of the five metre line. Oh, using shootouts. And then the suggestion is we use shootouts, so you can still call it a penalty corner, but you know, it's a shootout. But for me, in a shootout, the scoring conversion is too high. If you see five shootouts, you would expect four to be scored off. That's too high. Why is it too high, though? Why is it too high? What? Isn't it about cele- celebratory moments? More celebratory more moments. Goals? We want more goals, don't isn't, we? Isn't the whole idea of um, these rule changes to make it easier to score, isn't that what the premise uh, ho- of this was? And hockey fives and everything that we're doing in the hockey world right now is to make it more exciting and... That's derived from more goals. Hmm. Okay. No. no. Okay. 
Just read it. Just, just read it. Don't, don't start arguing with the text you're about to read. Sorry, I was getting carried away. <laughs> is hockey fives the future? That's what Jazz Breed asked. Uh-huh. John's response. I think it's part of the future. I definitely see 11-a-side hockey continuing to be our Olympic format, our main format around the world, like 15-a-side rugby or 11-a-side football. That's the game. Hockey is played with 11 people. Then there are shorter, smaller versions... Then there are smaller, shorter versions of many sport. 2020 cricket is the obvious one. Rugby sevens, futsal and hockey fives at the moment are one of the two shorter forms we have. And we have indoor hockey and we have hockey fives. We're floorball. No, no. It's not like 2020 cricket. 2020 cricket is the shortest format of a game that goes five freaking days. It's not, no, it's not the shortest. It goes it's, five days, Matt. But it's no longer the shortest format. The hundred is oh, now the, the shortest format. Do not compare this to 2020 cricket. It's a joke. That comparison just if we were if we were to take a game of hockey down to 20 minutes, just 20 minutes, is it worth a drive? Hey, is it worth a drive? You know what? The other thing about 2020 cricket is it's still played by 11 players, just quietly. It's 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 not 20, 20, 20 players against twenty players. It's not hockey fives. Yeah. The number has nothing to do with and how we, many people. We are can't get lower than sixty minutes, can we? Surely. Oh yeah. You reckon? Oh yeah. Forty-five. No. Tournament standards. Forty-five they'll, minutes. They'll roll them a, through. They'll get a consultant in. He's got a vast experience in marketing. He'll come in and say, "You know what? Television stations are really looking for forty-five-minute games these days." You well, should get a 45-minute game. How about we speak to some of those television executives in India right now and get them to watch a few hockey games first before they start filming and doing the vision mixing and editing on stuff because it's fucking disgraceful. <laughs> it's the World Cup. You're in the middle of watching something in the D, a break, and then there's a cut back to... And the, but the most annoying thing is, John, they'll go to the replay and they won't show the whole replay because they realise they're missing some of the action. So they then cut the replay off from the, the nearly goal that happened two minutes ago and go to live action just as it's cut off at the end. Oh, well, here we go, 16. That was good. Um, no, my personal favourite was cutting away from the action. To go to, 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 to No, to, to take a shot of the goalkeeper just adjusting his helmet. What's going on? Just moving his helmet around, just get, making sure it sits... Square on his head. Insane. Um, Ollie's over there, obviously, at the moment, John. Who's Ollie's mate? Don't know. We'll find out. Sure. You are listening to The Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. And, Matt, we've got a guest. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. No one's ever available. <laughs> is it you or me or you know, body uh, odour? I don't know what it is. Uh, something happened. But... It's with great pleasure we um, present to you this evening or in the morning, whenever you are, one of our original guests on the podcast, Mr. Jaspreet Sani. Jaspreet, welcome. I'm still original, guys. Yes. You are, no, you are very much original. You are an OG TRSer. Jazz. I think it's, uh, it's delighted <laughs> to have you on, mate. It's in the first 10, isn't it? 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Long time friend. Of the... We're now in our seventh year of this podcast, Jazz. Can you believe it? Wow. Still flying wow. the flag for hockey, just like you are, sir. Yeah. And, and you're yeah. obviously um, in the home of the, the Hockey World Cup right now. And you've been jetting yeah. around a fair bit. So take us through, first off, take us through some of your travel journeys <laughs> to watch some hockey. And then we'll talk about the hockey. <clears throat> Yeah, it was a different travel journey, as you guys would know. Rorkela was the co-host city, and uh, we took a fair bit of hops before reaching there. We From Delhi, we traveled to Jharsugura because we weren't aware of the flights in time from Bhubaneswar to Rorkela to book those. So we had already, already booked for Jharsugura, and there were quite a few of journalists with us, including... Uh, Rod Gilmore from the hockey paper. So he was glad he was with some local guys. <laughs> Otherwise, he said he would get lost in Jharsugura maybe. So, but yeah, <laughs> it was it was fine. And um, well, Jharsugura... Jazz, we picked up on your article that you put in timesofindia.com about the travel circumstance around about Jharsugura Airport. Yeah. How would you describe it? Is it a major international hub? Uh, it's it's not an international airport for sure, um, but yeah, it's the nearest one to Rorkela from where you can uh, do a two-hour uh, road trip to reach uh, Rorkela and the Birsamunda Hockey Stadium there. Um, th- luckily for us and thankfully to the organizers here in uh, Odisha, uh, there were buses waiting for anybody uh, who travels from uh, different parts of India to Jharsugura and want to go to Rorkela. So... Um, so you're off the plane straight, uh, on, straight onto a bus? Yeah, yeah there were good Volvo AC buses uh, stationed there. So um, we were seven or eight of us uh, in the same flight. And uh, again, seven of, or eight of us in the whole bus as well. Nobody else was there. So it was a comfortable journey. And um, we didn't realize when we reached Rorkela and it was full of lights there. Now, tell us about your impressions of the Bursamunda Stadium. Oh my God! This it, you can't take anything away from Odisha to to just put up that spectacle. It's it's majestic. It's something that you have would have never witnessed uh, in terms of a hockey alone stadium. Um, the complex itself is was great. There was some bits of work going on uh, in the periphery, not inside the the periphery of the stadium, um, but. But that's understandable when you have to finish a stadium in 15 months uh, and yeah. given that COVID, COVID played its role and um, um, there, were, there was lack of uh, people to work at the construction site and all that stuff. So we have to give it at, that much to uh, Orisha that they could still bring it up and uh, put up a spectacle and it's spectacular to watch hockey here. Jazz, uh... The, the crowds have been pretty good for a lot of games. We've seen some big crowds there. Is that sort of fan excitement um, seeping out into the wider community there? Is there is there lots of fan I engagement think, outside? I think it's a mix of a lot of things. Uh, one, uh, international hockey coming to Rorkela, of course, uh, lots of teams and uh, the whole city being decked up. It's literally hockey. Every uh, 100 meter you go, you would find something related to hockey, a statue or a, uh, or a, or a, or a lit up something uh, or, or, or a legendary statue of um, Dhyanchan. It means a lot of things to do with hockey. 
um and then there was this excitement that uh, has been built up around the stadium uh, which um is the biggest stadium in terms of uh, seats proper seats uh, for spectators that's how they are projecting it uh, but but even if they hadn't projected it as as the biggest stadium it's still a spectacle uh, nothing to take away from it but yeah uh, so so there was a lot of mix of these things that brought people to the ground and of course india playing uh, that definitely had to be a houseful it's a lot, there's there's a couple of things we'll we'll talk more about the world cup sp- specifically in a moment jazz but i've read a couple of articles as well uh with regard to the amount of turfs that are going down in Odisha and there's David John um, former Hockey India high performance director involved now for the Orissa State um, and yeah. and one of the things that I picked up today was that there was a, um, a view to promoting building a club hockey system to underpin the huge yeah. investment in um, um, hockey turfs galore it seems yeah. Yep, yep. That that's true. Um, the only way they can sustain these number of turfs in a small district, um, there are twenty three or twenty four um, in all there. The only way to sustain those is uh, by playing hockey a lot more on these of centers. So yeah. because it's a huge investment, two sixty crore rupees on one stadium is something hockey. I don't think it will witness ever again uh, if it does at all. Um, and 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 then there is this thing about um, uh, one second. Give me one second. Sure. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're all right, mate. Um, yep. Um, so um, I, I I happened to meet David as well at the Pan Posh Hostel, which is um, which is uh, at the heart of uh, Rorkela, from where many of the um olympians have trained and are and 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 not just olympians but international stars as well um so i i happened to have a word with john there who was visiting the facility meeting the kids so uh, he he broke that news to me that he's looking to uh, bring up a club level uh, hockey as in uh, in 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 sundargarh especially across odisha of course as well um it, it, it's a system that that he wants to uh, introduce to make to to bring a cl- club culture to uh, odisha uh, initially and maybe hockey india can pick it from there but but that that's something that's that can revolutionize as i wrote in my article as well domestic hockey in india if it's an honest uh, um, yeah, yeah. execution uh, <laughs> only then it will happen but um, i think it it's it, for a start it's it's a great idea that john has brought here and if anybody can put its heart into this idea it's odisha no nowhere else in india so those are the positives and i think um, john has the right ideas as of now i think i think there's some synergy between arissa and western australia i don't know uh, jazz pro you mentioned a number of turps there turps there turps yeah that's probably what we're on um the number of turfs in in Odisha and 23 or 24 how many how many people are they servicing or what, no, what? they're not built they they're in the, the plans yeah, are there to many, build them now what, what is the population you know we think of 24 turfs my god 
See, um, <laughs> I, I asked this question. I, I asked John, oh, sorry, David, this question as well, and um, that how many, uh, like, I was talking about the Pan Posh hostel in particular. Uh, how many sub juniors? How many juniors? How many seniors are currently there who could use these facilities? In fact, he said that some of uh, these players who 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 have the quality, they will be shifted to uh, the Birsa Munda complex and they live here at the uh, and have uh, have access to all the facilities in because in at Panposh hostel there is no physiotherapist at the moment uh, but but that's in the works um, after the world cup uh, that will also be coming into the hostel but um, i talk i asked him about how many players are there he said uh, initially he said 40 40 40 uh, but then he said there less number of seniors maybe 15 or 16 as of now at the panposh hostel specifically not across odisha but i'm i was talking about that so if we if we take into account these many players across uh, the facilities that have turfs so that that number is not bad it's it's good enough if you multiply 24 by say 100 kids at each place, which which comes to 2,400 players across sub junior, junior and senior, which is not a bad number. Yeah. So if 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 we can bring along a club culture to go with it, it it might thrive. But then again, um, the kids need to earn as well uh, through the club culture, which which will take time, of course. Once the clubs are yeah. established, it will take time for them to break even and and by giving all the facilities to these players and still earn some money so that they can spare it uh, for for stipends and all, but that will take time. But it's that's exciting. the idea. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Jazz, are, are you thinking that these uh, clubs will be modelled, say, on a community um, basis, such as we have here in Australia, where the or, or, or academy a, franchise, or, yeah, yeah, or, or, or perhaps a, yeah, the franchise model where people will actually run it as a business. How do they see no, this happening? No, no, I don't, I don't think so. It's going to be a franchise model as the Hockey yeah. India was built upon. I think it will all. I am not sure about this as of now, but I think it will all be state funded as of now. Ooh. And if, if 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 these are going to get established in a way where maybe a corporate wants to take over a state-run uh, club. So, uh, Odisha will be all for it if the kids can play as well as earn by corporates coming into it. So, it would be that way. But as of now, there is no clarity on that. Coming from Delhi, um, Jazz, and obviously having a keen interest in what happens in, in hockey across the country, what are you... What are your thoughts as a hockey lover about what's happening in Arissa at the moment? Um, if I if I talk about purely as a hockey lover, not not as a journalist who wants to yeah, yeah. critically analyze everything that happens around hockey, then I I I I love to I, I mean it's fascinating to see packed houses for uh, if not packed at least seventy five percent. Uh, capacity filled even in non-India games. So that's something you will not see anywhere else in India as yeah. of this stage. Even if international hockey moves to say Chennai or uh, Delhi or more or or more metropolitan cities that have um, the capacity to host international matches. Yeah. If it's a non-India game, 
you will not see packed house. That's for sure, and that's where Odisha has stood out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree with you, Jazz. Although in every World Cup, you're going. I thought the the crowd Australia versus South Africa. Yes, uh, yes, they yeah. was particularly poor. But guess what? There's games at every World Cup that have particularly poor crowds, just yeah. because the timing. I don't and think it's, was and very it's good. One o'clock in the afternoon know, locally. So, yeah. But uh, some of the crowd, you're right. Some of those crowds for the the neutral games have been excellent. Well, one of those reasons for us, if you point out Australia versus South Africa game, uh, could be that's what I find out that Australia have moved to Australia and South Africa have moved to uh, Rorkela, while India have come to Bhubaneswar. Okay. So, so while while the home team is stationed in the same same uh, city, uh, one of the two which are hosting the World Cup, then uh, the that buzz remains over there. So, so that buzz has for now shifted from Rorkela to Bhubaneswar. So maybe that's why you saw a little bit and, less crowd. And, and I'm alright in saying like some of the, the ticket sales were day tickets, so you couldn't you wouldn't be buying a ticket for an individual game. You get the ticket for the whole day. Yeah, uh, uh, if I heard you correctly, you were saying that if it's a whole day ticket and India is yes, playing yeah, as yeah, well, yeah, so yeah. you might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 precisely the reason. Uh, Jazz, just before we move on and get to the um, the actual hockey, which is what we're here to talk about, uh, yeah. you mentioned all the action that's going to be coming up in Bhubaneswar over the next few years. And, and Rakella. And Rakella. Um, maybe we should do an on a dish of podcast. Yeah, we can do we that. Can, and uh, get into that. We'll call it Turtle Talk. We'll get Ollie, we'll get Ollie on and, we'll Ollie, get Ollie, and Ollie's friend. Yeah. Do we don't, we don't know the name of Who is yeah. Ollie's friend? Can you, uh, Why are you there? Here's the big question, Jazz. We asked you last uh. time around when you were over there, is there a toy Ollie with a hockey stick in his or her hand available merch. to purchase? Is there some Hockey World Cup merch that you can buy? Uh, um, uh, there was last time merchandise there. I took one home for my kid as well. Um, but this time, so far, I haven't been to the fan park um, for for a length of time to find out. Ollie World, but, uh, the Ollie World, yeah. It, it, it's a buzzing. It, it's a it's a buzzing fan park. Um, but is it? Um, are the kids are, sure. the, are the kids in there taking some photos, having a bit of fun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Lots cool. of them means. You, lots of kids uh, here in Bhubaneswar as Brilliant. well as in Dorkela. Lots of them. Amazing. That's good. That's what we want to hear. Yeah. Let's get on to the hockey, yep. though, Jazz, because that's the important thing. i tell you what, we've seen some sights in the last week, haven't we? There's been a bit of action. Come again, please. There's been a bit of action in the uh, the past seven or eight days. Action in terms of, uh, I didn't get the point. Oh. John, John, John's going to restart. Here we oh, go. Okay, Jazz. Now let's, let's get on to the hockey because that's what we're really here to talk about. The last week yep. has just been action packed. Um, yeah. It's, there's been some amazing hockey. Yeah, there's been some amazing hockey, especially the Australia, um, Argentina game, if you saw three all. Yes. Um, then there was then there was this Malaysia New Zealand game, which um, which saved us from facing Malaysia, which can be very tenacious. <laughs> um, uh, and and we have so, seen. So that hang on, hang on. You just, as... Sorry, Jazz. You just said us. You... <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, I'm sure you know what I mean by us. Because <laughs> after experiencing what we did at the 2008, uh, sorry, uh, Asian Games, uh, yeah, yes. yeah that, Asian that, Games that, back in 2008 in the final. I just love an impartial yeah, so, journalist. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So, so, so you can uh, single quote that us throughout this uh, conversation. Okay, so. I can be a little impartial, uh, partial, right? Uh, yeah, of course, of course. That's maybe. why we're speaking to you. It's a home nice. world cup, yeah. Jazz. You got to live it up. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's um, the boys' practice today as well. Um, in fact, uh, in the morning as well as in the evening, and as we speak, uh, we are getting ready for a press conference. Maybe in another ten minutes from now, where well, where, sure where are you? Where are there. you right now, Jazz? I'm at the Kalinga right now. If you can hear the Fan Park boys. Uh, Bursting their lungs out. We've got some noise in the background. So, so um, paint the picture for us. What's happening on the field in front of you? Uh, in front of me right now, um, the boys have just left the pitch. They've finished their training. Some of them are on the sidelines, uh, stretching themselves. And uh, one of the noticeable things during the practice was that Mandeep got a nasty hit on his knee and, uh, and he left right after. And then I could saw... I could see the physio uh, giving him a shoulder and taking him out, maybe for a scan. I don't know. As of now, we'll ask uh, we'll ask uh, Graham uh, during the press conference what's the latest on Mandeep because he didn't participate in the training after that. Uh, Hardik, of course, as you know, is uh, out of the World Cup now. Yeah. Uh, he's been replaced by midfielder uh, Rajkumar Paul. So that's another bit of rejig that uh, in strategy that uh, uh, Graham would have to uh, do. Of course, um, one, once we saw the injury, uh, we saw him fall and then in that sort of pain, we were almost certain that he will not be playing a part. But since it was not a tear in the hamstring, um, it was wise enough for the team to wait for a while and see if it uh, heels, but I think it's a too big a risk to take at this stage, uh, com- considering the Asian Games are coming up, which is also an Olympic qualifier. So yeah. I think a wise decision has been taken so that we have the 18 players available uh, to play against uh, New Zealand, unlike the 17 that we played with uh, against Wales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what? What? what's the general feel in the country on performances so far and the prospects... Uh, in the crossover game? See, there was disappointment again among uh, people uh, with the way India played against Wales, but uh, I think experts know uh, that uh, scoreboard pressure does play a part when you have a certain margin in front of you to win in order to reach that quarterfinals direct. I think that was basically the reason that we led only one nil uh, till, re- uh, till halftime. Had it been a normal game and India played without looking at the scoreboard, we could have been 3 or 4 nil up and maybe have won 6, 7 by 8 goals, which was required to reach yeah, to, yeah. Uh, cross England uh, and top pool D. But that didn't happen. Um, so there was a bit of disappointment. Of course, the fans in the stands were happy because India won. Um, but uh, those of us who were working here and... Uh, reporting and experts who have been commentating and all former players, etc. They knew that um, we missed the bus uh, to enter the quarterfinals deck. But but again, there was another different notion that India is a team that banks on momentum. So 
maybe a five day break would not have served us uh, really well uh, so playing after two days uh, might be the thing that uh, suits india so well, just just to say jazz how many goals did they miss out by to did they need to score in that they they need they, they win they, did they yeah they okay. they they needed to win eight clear goals okay or or maybe or maybe seven field goals if i'm right uh, to read uh, the tiebreaker rules or they could have scored one more against england yeah, maybe. Yes. <laughs> it's a cruel game, hockey jazz freight. It's a cruel game. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cruel game, but I love it. <laughs> so you you've moved you know you were in Rokala and now you're No, 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 no. I am in Bhubaneswar. You know you're, you're in BBI now. Now Jazz, yeah, clarify BBI this now, for me. BBI is correct, isn't it? Yeah, BBI is correct. You were the first person to say, yeah, you were the first person to say that to me. And when I feel a little bit ropey on my pronunciation of Bhubaneswar, 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 I just go BBI. I just go go BBI. It's easy. Yeah, BBI is fine. That's how the airport guys use it. Thank you. And Rorkella, what's the airport for Rorkella? The Rorkela Airport, we did not visit because oh, there we isn't came one. back <laughs> That's from... right, that's not one. <laughs> there, 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 there is one, of course, because that's where the flights are flying from Bhubaneswar to Rorkela. But uh, as I talk to you, I've been signaled that the PC is about to start, so I would need to take a leave. Oh, okay, Jazz, thank you. Um, are India going to win the World Cup? Oh, it's the wrong question at this stage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> very good answer, Jazz. All right, he's got to go. Yeah, look, take it easy, Jazz. Thanks yep. for joining us. Have a great time Thank with you, the rest of the tournament. Enjoy the finals. And look, I hope... Loving the photos on in, on yep. Instagram and, and Twitter Stay and Facebook fabulous. and all that. Good to see you out there. Same here. Good to be back on the pod. Good stuff, mate. Speak soon. Cheers, Jazz. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Podcast. And that was? Jaspreet Sani. Jaspreet Singh Sani, friend of the show. Long fellow, time fellow, time. fellow, fellow push button, our first ever, um, Indian correspondent, fellow push pass pundit. I did. And, uh, oh, I didn't want to bring this up in the interview, but you remember our first time we spoke to Jazz? And I think it was in, in like first 10 programs. Um, one of the stories Jazz told us, was about a fabulous turf that had been laid down in India, and uh, and then abandoned the stadium. It was set up for a tournament of some sort, and then abandoned a little bit and them to run it, and then and ended up furnishing the, the, yeah, many people's houses. Yeah, the turf ended up in the front rooms. Yeah, of a few locals. So um, it was exciting. A lot of that news sounds, and I hope it all comes to fruition. Don't get me wrong. Oh, God, I hope it does. But, you know, well, Raquel's of... new stadium, I mean, that's a, that's a hell, that's a hell of a lot of gas you're expecting if you're going to rip the seats out of there and put them in your living room. Yeah, but there's a lot of people. 20,000 seats, John, the biggest seated, seated hockey arena right now in the world. Dedicated yep. hockey arena. 20,000 20, seats, that's right. That's only 5,000. But they'll be playing Pro that's, League there. That's only 5,000. They'll be playing Hockey India League that's there. That's only 5,000. Mum and dad, two kids, family, looking for a nice dining setting. It's, it's not 20,000. No but... tables, that's a problem. No hey. tables. I just put them on the floor, don't you? 
We need some pillows. Who got any pillows on my seats? Anyway, let's get back to any of ob- observations, John, from Don't the World Cup. Um, well, no, John. I've got, let's talk about Jazz Freight and the experiences there. Okay. Like, obviously, it's going off. Yeah. It sounds like they're having a great time over there, which is what we want. And later in the day, when people can actually get there to the stadium, they're obviously going in and watching. But those earlier games, they're not going in and watching because they're at work. Probably. But they're day tickets. You can't buy a game. It's not like the Commonwealth. Like Commonwealth games last time was, uh, you watch a game. Single game. You've all got to get out. Okay. And if you want to come back in again to watch Find the next game, ticket. we show you your pass or whatever, and, and then you go for the next game. But it's everybody out, everybody in, whereas the tickets here are day passes. Uh, I don't know if it was a lottery thing with it to, to, to get them or whatever. But um, all right, other bits and pieces. Oh, by, by the oh, way, geez. no, no, we should, we should mention, we were just talking about that article that Jaspreet did author in the Times of India with uh, the interview with John Wyatt, the um, FIH Sport and Development Sport Director. And Development Director. Uh, you can check that on their website. So do go there, read it all. We've covered some things, haven't covered all of it. It's worth a read. Do it. All right. Good. Yeah. Okay. Other bits, oh, World Cup. Right. No, no, other bits from the World Cup. Um, okay. Kiwis oh, yeah. dragging their keeper like three minutes into the game when they're 1 0 down. <laughs> I haven't seen that before. There was a bit of that was an early, that was an early drag, wasn't it? That yeah. was an early drag, and then did, they and then they went two 0 down. Didn't the French drag their goal against the? Uh, uh, Not three Rangers. minutes into the game, they didn't. No, no, no. But when they were up, I thought it was good. I can't remember. That was um, an exciting game. Late equalisers, they've been good as well. Been a few, yeah. Been a few. There was a two thousand five hundredth goal ever scored in a World Cup. I was trying to figure through the maths of that. How, like, what, what's that per game? But I, we haven't got around to it yet. Quick look at Mr. Dr. Batra Watch. Um, Ty Abra's round for tea yesterday. Was he? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice fun. Um, he's, no, he's been very busy on socials, Mr. Dr. Batra. Very supportive of what's going on. All the fixtures and um, hotel statistics. He's right across the rules, too. He is, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's Did another they, article. There's another the article there. that's come out. Maybe it was with John White about this watered pitches versus non-watered pitches, and Paris is going to be the end of the uh, the watered pitch. Yeah, technology is technology has moved on, but there will be time, John, to transition. Because if you're putting a turf down now with a water system, it's okay. You'll be right oh, at least do for eight, you, for eight this, years, this probably. Water gen stuff is like some sort of. Evaporative, it sucks the water out of the air and say that you don't. Is that what you reckon is going on? Water gen. Yeah. yeah Generating water by sucking it. Because that doesn't end well in science fiction. I don't know if that means much for humanity, but. We, uh, we've also got to pay a little bit of, um, I don't know, we've got to keep an eye on Mr. Dr. Batra's post because there's a troll that's popping up, Tommy Alexander. Um, <laughs> And uh, we're very close to having a section on the show called What Tommy Said. Oh. Um, it generally ends in you know, good luck in your court case. Um, but Tommy there's some... Tr- there's, there's some, per- there's, there's some per- Are we trolling to... Tommy now? No, no, of course not. Is this a reverse troll? Um, we did a... Are you doing Batra's bidding by trolling Tommy? We did a repost on, on the socials. You can follow The Reverse Stick on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter, all at The Reverse Stick. 
Um, a repost of the 2,500th goal scored in World Cup history. It's tagged by the FIH as historic, uh, a and historic moment ah, historic. in hockey. And in uh, historic moment in hockey, I retweeted hashtag historic hockey moment. It's the 2,500th goal in the men's World Cup. Did, did New Zealand win that game? And lose that game? Uh, yeah. Lost, I think. Oh. Yeah, it didn't turn out too good. But it's a historic moment. Yeah. yeah. I umpired last night, John. Yeah. Before well, we go, we're well, going to go in a minute. But I'm just... a, Matt, we've been through this week. And the only thing that matters in hockey for the next week is the World Cup. Don't care. Don't care about under-13 state championships. Don't care about Euro hockey stuff. Don't care about anything else in the hockey world. Why isn't world there a right now? effing game playing on a Saturday? Saturday is sport day. I know, I know. I was actually looking forward to, to us recording and, and having some hockey, hockey in the, the background, time. yeah, because it's easy content. I know. When did the actual um, fixtures come out so that we knew it, that it wouldn't be hockey on on this day? Can you remember? Yeah, probably last week. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to the hockey coming up, and we've had. Look, we've had good coverage. Has anybody, have you heard anybody whinging about not being able to see it? Because we've had plenty of whinging about that in the previous. We've, Obviously, no one's using the Watch.Hockey app. We have sat there with fellow hockey fans yeah. on at least two occasions thus far. Not only watched the Australian games, but watched the following, the games that are followed. They're oh. in a hockey club. And for me. That's great. It's bloody brilliant. It I love it. Hey, we love it. Uh, where are you going on your next holiday? Holiday? Holiday. Yeah, where are you going on your next holiday? Well, it depends. You know, have you got any ideas? It depends if we get the invite from the crew at the Lallet okay. uh, to get over for Hockey India League opening round in I, 2024. I reckon you January. Is it January? January, January 2024, the opening of the hockey, new Hockey India League. Yeah. Raquella Rhinos? No, they be. can't be Rhinos. What do we say they were going to be? Rockets? Rockets. Could be Rockets. Although they might be a bit close to the border. Browsed about. And they've got 15 Aussies in the, in the squad. <laughs> Press the button, mate. Oh, not that one. The, oh. the let's, no, the let's go home button. The let's go home. It is time because you've had a long day, haven't long you? Long day. Yeah. Emotional day. No. Oh. I'd only lost, um, mini golf to two of my three, sort of golf three fe- female family members. Mini golf. That's not what you called it earlier. What's it called? Go out of golf. Oh, that's a brand name. Is it? Yeah. So you're not hitting golf balls with go out of No, come oh. on. Don't be silly. Just don't be silly. I Look, did... folks, enjoy the World Cup. I did hit a hockey ball with a brand new black, no, red, no, black mm. Cobra Atlas stick this week. Oh, good. Was it a World Cup? Don't want to know. If it wasn't a World Cup, don't want to know. World Cup, World Cup. Good luck to all the teams still in it. I'm looking forward to some fantastic hockey. I'm sure it's coming our way. Go Kookaburras. Are they, are they, are they? Yeah, that's who I'd like to see win. But uh, i tell you what, the team that beats them will play well.